Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. If this is your first time here at Modern Day Debate, I want to let you know we're a nonpartisan platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics, trying to give everybody their shot to make their case on an equal playing field. So we do hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And hey, consider hitting that subscribe button if you love debates as we have many more to come. So for example, you'll see at the bottom right of your screen, we'll have another tag team debate. In particular, tomorrow with Tom Jump in Skylar Fiction, partnering up against CJ and Smokey. So that should be a lot of fun and many more after that as well. So want to get into it for today. Very excited. It's going to be kind of a flexible format where it's going to be about 12 minutes and that's flexible, split by each side, followed by open conversation and then Q&A. So if you happen to have a question, feel free to fire it into the old live chat. And if you tag me with that modern day debate, it makes it easier for me to get every single question in that list for the Q&A. Super chat is also an option. If you do a super chat, you can not only ask a question, but make a comment during the question and answer. And obviously one of the speakers or several of the speakers, we get a chance to respond to it. Followed by, I have to mention really quick, we're going to, in that format, we're going to have our atheist friends go first, followed by our Christian friends, and want to let you know as well that Super Chat will push your question or comment to the top of the list. So, for today's debate, want to also let you know, oh, this is a general channel announcement. We are very excited that Modern Day Debate is invading the podcast world. So you'll see on the far right of the screen, those are some of the podcast apps that we're on. We're on most of the major ones. If we're not on your favorite, let us know and we will work to get on there, folks. So, very excited. For our guests, as they're speaking today, if you're listening and you're like, hmm, I like that, I want to hear more, I have put their links in the description for you so you can hear more. And with that, we're going to get the ball rolling. First, I just want to say thanks, though. Really appreciate Michael Rib or Religion is BS, Maddox, and Smokey. Thank you all just for being here, hanging out with us. Thanks so oh, much sure. for having us thanks again. Thanks so much, James. Absolutely. So with that, we will hand it over to Michael and Rib. Thanks so much, guys. The floor is all yours. Okay, so um, yeah, I would be absolutely remiss if I did not extend uh, a massive, massive thank you to you, uh, you James, for having us now three times. So thank you so much for that. I also want to do a very, very quick uh, shout out to uh, Spart344. You left a comment in the last debate saying that you want to hear more of my sexy Irish accent. And James is in the business of, of you know, giving the people what they want. So here I am. Okay, so uh, talking about morality. Um, it's a complicated issue. And from what I see, I could be uh, wrong in the, the um, opponents tonight. But what I see generally is that they like to consider morality to be this simplistic thing, sort of like a carrot and a stick form of uh, morals, obviously holding the stick being uh, God. Um, it's, it's, it's far more complicated than I think that a lot of people tend to kind of make it. 
we know that morals in their like base their finite their like th- their smallest form was an emergent property so we can kind of picture if we were to be back in tribe like um civilizations like the first humans if you were to ensure the survival of of your uh tribe generally a good way a good way to kind of go about doing that is to not kill each other so don't kill was probably just a rule you know or it was like an un, unwritten rule um so we know where these sorts of things first came from um how i personally get my sense of uh morals and like on certain social issues as well um is and I may be butchering his name, uh, John Rawl, uh, who came up with the veil of uh, ignorance. And basically, how the veil of uh, ignorance works is if you were to be designing a society, not knowing who or what you are going to enter it as, what sort of rules would you uh, impart? So just for uh, argument's sake, to put examples if we are to assess whether or not we should have slavery, uh, it's not just a foreshadowing moment, by the way, because that will come up later. Um, if, if you are saying you don't know whether you are going to be the slave or the slave owner, are you going to allow slavery? You have to consider there is a possibility because you don't know who or what you are going to enter it as. You have to consider the possibility that you are essentially signing away your own freedom, liberties, rights, everything that you know and love. Um, to like give a second example, and this will be my last point, and then it will be over to uh, Michael. Same-sex marriage. If you were to enter uh, the... the um, new thing as uh gay but if you were to say no i don't want i don't want same-sex marriage if you were to go as far as some people go and say that i think it should still be uh criminalized well if you were to make it criminalized if you were to do that under the veil of uh ignorance and then enter the new uh society as gay you will have essentially signed your own prison sentence so that's how I have kind of arrived at most of um, my things. I'm sure that that's going to come into um, question coming up, but with that, I'm going to leave it over to Michael. Hey, Rip, thanks a lot. Um, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, okay, so um, Christian morality is uh, what I like to call big stick or uh, might is right morality. Um, you, you can't get a, a real morality without looking at uh, the Decalogue, so I want to look at those first. Uh, the first four commandments have nothing whatsoever to do with morality. It's basically, I'm God, I make the rules and don't piss me off. Um, commandment number five, honoring your parents is questionable. Think about how many children have been removed from the care of their parents because of abuse or neglect. Six, eight, and nine, theft, lying, uh, theft murder, and lying are moral questions, but we'll see how quickly they break down. Um, for example, there are times when lying is in fact the most moral thing you can possibly do. Uh, seven clearly known in the Bible is, is, is flexible. It's about adultery. For instance, is look at uh, stories about Abraham where he had many wives. This certainly, certainly brings one man, one woman thing into question. Uh, this is special pleading and we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, lastly, uh, 10. I find 10 really interesting. Um, the argument for coveting could be easily 
seen as the basis for the American capitalist society. So is God the basis of morality? Well, many Christians will argue that. What I'm referring to here is a euthyphro dilemma. Uh, is it God commands it because it is right? Or is it right simply because he commands it? You can't have it both ways. Now, our opponents do not like the Bible. Uh, John has a reference to it even once during our talks, and all Smokey's done is say how I misuse and misquote it without the capacity or even willingness to show me how or when I did. I love the Bible, so I'm going to go with more Bible. Um, I like pointing out exactly how horrible uh, a tome it is. Given that we are talking about Christian versus secular morality, I'm really curious as to how they're going to avoid using the Bible this time. How many times will I be told that I'm getting it wrong? Um, I wonder how many times John will bring up 500,000 plus base pairs of something that codes for proteins that has absolutely nothing to do with morality. Um, further to the commandments, Christians uh, like to bring up what uh, Jesus allegedly said in Mark 12, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. The second uh, is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. I like to contract this with, contrast this with Luke 14, 26. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. I really love it when Christians apply apologetics to this, try to get around this rather sticky verse. They like to uh, apply verse 27, where it says, if you don't carry your cross as I did, you can't be my disciple. And then what they imply, what is meant by this is that you have to forsake the way people, you have to forsake people the way Jesus did. This is interesting because it contradicts the whole loving your neighbor thing because you wouldn't turn your backs on people you love. And it brings the whole honoring your parents thing into question too. When it comes to morality, I have op uh, opinions and so do others. I've heard the question asked, is it always wrong to torture a, barely, a baby merely for one's own personal pleasure? This is, uh, this is used to try to demonstrate the superiority of Christian morality in some weird way. However, simple reading of Ephesians 1.11 brings this into question. All things are done according to God's plan and decision. And God chose us to be his people in union with Christ because it was his own purpose based on what he had decided from the very beginning. So all suffering, and in fact, every single immoral act ever committed was precisely what God wanted to fulfill his purpose. Cool. Christian morality is based on the Bible. The Bible is horrid. And if your God is real, he deserves nothing more than this. Thanks. Next up, we will kick it over to our Christian guests. So Maddox and Smokey will give it their opening statement. Thanks, gentlemen, as well for being here. The floor is all yours. I guess I'll go first. Um, everybody, uh, just so you know, uh, after the debate, uh, Smokey and I will be doing an after show over on Smokey's channel. So make sure you uh, click the link in the description and head on over there uh, for the after show. Now, uh, as we enter this last and uh, hopefully final round of uh, debate, because we haven't really accomplished much, um, I asked the audience to consider how in the first two debates, and this will likely continue today, Smokey and myself have made arguments in favor of, object of objective truth, a creator which is neither subject to time or space, and ultimately is the conscious entity to which we must answer. Our opponents desperately attempt to avoid this reality at all costs, for if there is a higher power which sets the rules, whether we like them or not, agree with them, or wish to obey them has zero influence on their existence. So listen to their arguments with intent, for I wager you will pick up on childlike rebellion and two men who inherently wish they could decide what is wrong, right and wrong, and their words are nothing 
but juvenile anger at the logical structure of morality. They claim that somehow overarching moral principles cannot be applied to nuanced situations and perhaps the most myopic fallacy of logic I've ever encountered. Are you guys actually this narrow-minded? Because you make this accusation towards us. It seems if I don't agree with you, somehow there is no logical argument being made that must be addressed. But beyond this, ask yourself, why is it that atheists claim to agree with the vast majority of Christian moral principles, with their primary objective just being who they are accountable to in regards to violating them, and what is the source of their origin? They want the positive outcomes we enjoy when the rules are followed, but to avoid the personal ramifications should they decide to break them. Now, rather than waste more time on logical arguments to which the first two debates have shown beyond doubt our opponents won't actually consider, contemplate or respond to with any rational counterpoints, prepare for triggered atheists, ladies and gentlemen. I yield the remainder of my time and uh, let's rock and roll. Mm, yeah. Yours, Smokey. Appreciate it. Thank you, Maddox. Yeah, I didn't really prepare an opening because I was kind of curious which direction they were going to go with theirs. And sadly, it's it's the type I was predicting. It's it's not really any type of genuine defense for their position of secular morality being superior. I mean, granted, Rib touched on a, a few pieces, but all of it's through the lens of attacking um, ancient cultures as presented in the Bible. Not that we or me preach that there's objective codes to be uh, objective laws because laws themselves by nature cannot be objective but there's objective moral truths to be taken from the scriptures and carried forward into the structure of modern society with what we've been given and what we've been uh all the blessings of modern first world comforts that lets us sit in this lofty ivory tower and judge these ancient cultures as inferior to us because we can have a better civil structure but michael i kind of want to just go into more general conversation and take a long-winded approach to justifying this because your guys's approach is basically seemingly just to attack uh christian morals rather than really seemingly try to defend your own so so i wanted to ask something michael the last two debates you said something really interesting you said you know the Christian God doesn't exist. Is that true? Uh, yeah, following the uh, philosophical uh, argument of fallibilism, being that I can right. have knowledge without absolute, absolute certainty. Yeah, so because no, he's yeah, there's, immoral. There's no way. There's no way. No, I didn't say that. I said there's no way the Christian God can exist. Well, is it because he's immoral, because he makes immoral dictations? Just what, to, what's your, no, just to be clear. Okay, not that this – I mean, yeah, this second, isn't even the topic. Just, yeah. well, no, just to be clear – if we're going to transition to open discussion, cool, we can do that. But just I want, want to, to be sure that, okay, great, yeah, we can do I that. I want so to. One thing yeah. I want to mention, folks, as I mentioned, all of our guests are linked in the description. And want to quickly say, Smokey, your audio is still just a bit high. If you're able okay. to just turn it down just a smidge, right. and I think that'll kind of bring us is, into Is balance. that a little better? That is a little better. Thanks so much. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> okay go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. You want me? You want me to go? Well, I was, I, yeah, I was trying to glean from from your perspective, you, right. you know, your your knowledge that God does not, the Christian God does not exist. What is your falsification criteria you've applied? Right. Okay. That's not on debate so, tonight. Yeah. So okay. one is not. All right. But I'm going to address that's it because it, it's because it's just three simple that's points. Okay. That's okay. I just yeah. wanted just to kind of yeah. stress that point. It's, that's not one, on debate tonight. The Bible is wrong. Uh, okay. It, it demonstrably wrong. Morally. Uh, two. I do no. Two factually the bible is wrong um two the christian god's um morality in the from what we read in the bible is contradictory and because john likes to touch so much on logic we can say that something if something is logically contradictory it can't exist and three 
contrary to what the Bible says, evolution is an absolute fact of population genetics. I don't care what you think. It doesn't matter. What you think about it is irrelevant. Evolution is true. Okay. Also not it. on debate tonight. Get so, over it. Uh, so let's just get to Also morality. not on debate tonight. Um, yeah, so Smokey, let's... Quick, Smokey, quick insertion here. He's, so, he's, uh, I think he's trying to dodge what I'm trying to get at here, I think is what's happening. You um, asked me my point. I answered your point. If you want to ask me another question, ask yeah. me another question. Go, go so, ahead. So, so, Mike, so Michael, you literally... In, you guys talked about 500 base pairs and whatnot. I didn't say a darn thing about it, and you're now trying to bring it up. So you're trying to open yourself up to go annihilate it again? Or no. are we actually going to talk about morality... No, are you gonna because try and in your opening, statements? you still haven't you, you still haven't statements. mentioned your own damn god. You still haven't mentioned your own god. You uh, keep on yeah, talking about a moral lawgiver. Christian morality at all? Yeah, you didn't Not say a fucking thing about Christian morality. Okay, well, I'm I trying. I'm like, trying to get my uh, Triggered atheists have entered the building. Entered the building. All right. So what we'll do is, I think that I remember there is a question that I think Smokey asked. Uh, yeah. Michael, if you felt like you had plenty I'm, of time, to he answer. criticized. Hold on a second, I'm talking still. Is Michael, if you felt like you had plenty of time to talk, uh, mention, or I should say, respond to Smokey's question, cool. Uh, then we can go to the next point. But I, you know, I it was super to... simple, James. And thanks, like, for kind of uh, moderating this point. I appreciate it. So. Uh, Smokey asked me a question about how I could falsify the Christian God. I gave my three points and said it wasn't about the debate. So I'd really love to talk about the mor like Christian morality because you, you guys don't want to talk about the Bible, but let's talk about Christian morality versus secular. I'm morality. actually trying to talk about the Bible, sir, but you're not even letting me get cool. to my point. Go. You, Go. you criticize the 10 commandments. And yes. so basically you think the 10 commandments are garbage. Absolute so, garbage. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, so, you know, the Smokey, Christian I, God, I hate to ask you, but I, I do need you to turn your mic down just a bit. There is a, a noticeable difference. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying, James. It's if a you, little fun. Even if you just like create a little speak, bit of space, speak between quieter. Your, I'm still talking <laughs> is even if you create a little space between your mic and yourself, that might help okay. you too. Yeah. Yeah. I keep doing that. Okay. Is that better? That is better. Thanks. Okay. All right. Yeah, no. Hey, what and, I mean, uh, and, um, and Michael, before okay, you keep talking I, trash, um, I literally here's a, here's a sentence from my opening. Why is it that atheists claim to agree with the vast majority of Christian moral principles, with their primary objection being who they are accountable to in regards to violate, violating them, and what is the source of their origin? And then I ended with saying something to the effect of, "You won't actually pay attention to the opening statements," which thank you for uh, me be, allowing me to be prophetic about the fact that you guys don't actually pay attention to the arguments that are made. And the points that are presented. So, go ahead and rewind, and uh, I'll let you retract your uh, your BS statement there. Cool, Smokey. Okay, what were um, you saying? Okay, Smokey. I would actually kind of like to kind of help kickstart this off. You, at the very very end of the last debate, said, "Quote: There was I, wonderful progressive moral standards in the Bible. What are they?" Sure. Um, the value of human life, the value of marriage rights, the value and integrity of the nuclear family, and a culture that protects that. Those are some of the some of the key ones. In what way is that progressive? Um, because all of their contemporaries tend to like to murder slaves at random and whim with absolutely no consequences and beat them at will and force them into slavery in their temples, kidnap their children, and roast them alive on altars to Moloch, and the Jews were trying to fight against it and stop all that. But apparently you don't know anything about the ancient Canaanite cultures that you condemn the Jews for going against. You would rather defend rape cultures in your ignorance, apparently. When did we do that? Just now. 
I'm sorry, if, I defended if you rape didn't culture. Catch it, I if you didn't catch culture. it, I think the audience did. Michael, your situation is a little bit worse because oh. you've condemned oh, no. the moral structure of the Jews. You've condemned the moral laws and the precepts in that culture, which were the more progressive and beneficial of any of their contemporaries at the time. And in doing so, you also say that you know the Christian God doesn't exist, which means, by conclusion, you believe that this ancient book full of evil laws was written by evil Jews who blamed it on an evil imaginary man in the sky. So maybe you could reconcile for me why you're trying to conceal your vehement Jew hatred behind your criticism of a God you don't even think exists. Calling me anti-Semitic, that's hysterical. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. And you can try, to, you can try to, to slam me in that way if you want. That's, that's totally fine. Anyone who actually knows me knows how ridiculous what you just said is. No, it's inside the argument, sir. Why don't you but, address the argument? Okay. So, I wanted, so you, you said a minute ago that, you, that the Ten Commandments were a fine moral precept. I'd right? actually like an answer to my question. Why I'm, are you I am trying not to, going to I am not going to answer your defamatory statement that implies okay. that I'm anti-Semitic. Well, let's don't think the God so exists. Smoky, if you're going to go down that road, this is this is going to get nasty really fast. If you think I'm anti-Semitic, you can go fuck yourself. You clearly are. And no, I'm disgusting. not. And you hate. Okay, so let's culture. get back to the actual topic. So, uh, with regards to go ahead. Christian go ahead, ethics Michael. and secular ethics, right? Are the first four commandments? Do they have anything to do with morality? Sure. Yeah, in fact, they, Christ they even validated the first one because the first one, the love of God with all your heart flows to all the others because God is your accountability. He's the reason for you to do something good. It's something that secularism will never be able to synthesize in their wildest dreams is the reason to do something good instead of do something bad that's necessarily good for yourself. Okay, so you're appealing to the undemonstrated standard. And, if you, and what happens if you don't do it? You Well, in the mind of the person doing it, they're going to face punishment, which means there's a psychological deterrent against negative behavior. That's something that secular morality can never synthesize. So that's might is right, like I said. Thank it's you for proving right. me to be prophetic. <laughs> well, okay, if you want to put it that way, sure, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's something you guys failed disastrously in your models, so. I mean, I asked you for wonderful progressive moral standards, and what you gave me was the kind of conservative's wet dream on what modern america should be the nuclear family with a white picket fence and 2.4 kids i don't see that as being progressive in any way shape or form at all considering that the bible it's interesting that you guys open up the uh, argument to what is progressive i'm still still making a point let's let's let him finish this point i promise we'll come right back to you maddox considering that the bible also states that uh gays should be stoned that women are lesser than than um than men and that uh it allows for slavery so where exactly the wonderful progressive moral standards fall inside of your book i'm failing to see okay you know let's let's address that in in the context of secular uh morality that you guys supposedly stand for so in line with your points about uh homosexual uh activities let's think about this for a second um according to secular morality uh organizations like the man boy love association are getting legal protections or being defended by the aclu and other organizations around the world so per your secular morality is it acceptable for grown men to without legal ramifications uh have sexual activities with young boys what is your position on that is that progressive secular morality no, and the okay, why not? has also defended why not? the KKK in, in uh, court. They are a group that are um, extremely... Is the Man-Boy Love Amendment. Association... I'm should that be acceptable? Talking, Let's give him a I'm chance to explain talking. why he would say that it's not a part of secular, secular ethics. 
they they stand for the first amendment truly and w they they said in 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 court when they were I'm not talking about the issue i'm talking KK about the man who loves i promise maddox would I, like, he's dodging the question i'm listen, not that's not what my wanna, question was if about if you want to point that out after he answers like totally cool and you can pounce but if if we don't let him finish it you know like it's not really a discussion so go ahead rib they said that they found the things that the KKK were saying were morally reprehensible. And I have absolutely no doubt that they also think the same for the Man Boy Love Association. It does not fall under secular morality because secular morality is based under well-being. The goal of the Man Boy Love uh, thingy is that they want to have sex with with uh, with uh, children. If you have sex with a child, it harms the child. Therefore, it harms their well-being. Therefore, it is against secular morality by definition. Okay, so the uh, places around the world that are removing the legal ramifications for young boys uh, <clears throat> do having these relationships with adult men. Uh, are you suggesting that that is not in line with secular morality? Of course not. Well, then, but it's happening. Well, okay, and I would fight alongside you. But it's happening. And so I would fight more, alongside so you. I would fight I'm, alongside I'm you now. to stop it. I'm talking yeah. now. That's what I so do. the point I am making is, which you guys are obviously dodging, is that what is the objective moral position that makes that activity immoral when secular governments can say that it is no longer illegal because cut, cut okay sorry finish so where is the line because in the not so distant past it was also acceptable for and there are still places around the world where it is legal for young girls to be given in marriage or to be used as sex slaves and it is accepted in those societies so you, if you're going to only try and operate from what's happening in the uh, it, right now, right, right this particular second in this uh, in the United States or in Canada uh, or Ireland, the and say, oh well, this is secular morality. When across the planet there are things that are directly, supposedly, indirectly in violation of your own positions, but what is the moral standard? Where does the moral standard come from? that is not subject subject to dramatic paradigm shifts in very rapid periods of time. Are you familiar with a term called consequential ethicism? Because I said it was well-being. Yeah. I like consequential ethicism. Please, Michael, elaborate. Yeah, so my actions have consequences. So when you're talking about societies that would allow things like child marriage, uh, that would condone, in any type of societal situation that would condone uh, children, that don't have the capacity to consent uh, with, with adults. All of those things are abhorrent. And Rib and I would fight alongside you to end all of those types of things. Um, my, Why? my actions, my, because my actions have consequences and I, I seek to minimize the amount of harm that I do to conscious creatures and at the same time, same time try to maximize their flourishing. You're not and, the and one all doing of it. those things. Rib and the all one of those putting things. it in young boys' butts. Why is it wrong for him to do it, not you? If he was doing that, I would pay for all of our plane tickets to go to Ireland to take care of that. Okay, but but, but, that's, is, but that's not but, what's but happening. It's legal, but it's legal. Let's say it's legal in Ireland. So that it has to be changed. Uh, but why? It's legal. 
under the, under the secular under secular him. law, yeah. it's legal. I don't. So think why, he's what's the justification for us to go beat the crap out of Rib? Yeah. We're now the ones breaking the secular law if we go assault him for doing something that's legal. It's sex. It's it's, it's secularly. That's not harm. secular law. I don't know why you keep saying that. It's not secular law. There are there are places around the world where it is acceptable. Well, I, I think what and I would draw to guys operating under secular law. Yeah, I wouldn't Simple say it's about. I wouldn't say it's about secular law. It's about what what secular permissibility is, is really what it comes down to. It, it's the lack of the objective grounding, the absolutist. You know that that even though I would probably agree with you guys that our constitution in America is a secular doc document, it still draws to non secular principles such as absolutist ideals for personal rights. And this is the type of thing that the UN has failed masterfully to protect, which is why, you know, it's member states, four or five of, of the uh, member states that receive tens of millions of dollars every year in foreign aid to try to create entities that basically regulate legal slavery because these countries don't have any other method of which to operate. They don't have any infrastructure or economy to operate differently. So they operate mainly off of servitude and slavery. So they, they send, send millions of dollars to these countries to enforce it and regulate it and to try to keep the bad types of sex slavery happening. But they're failing. And in, in a lot of these UN nations, particularly North Korea, Burundi, Eritrea, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, there's horrible, atrocious forms of sex slavery happening right under the nose of the UN, and it's not being stopped. But I hear you guys want to really criticize ancient color, uh, cultures for their moral standards. I don't see you on your high horses with some of these modern atrocities right under your noses. Okay, fuck ancient culture. All this bad stuff is going on right now. Where's your God stopping it? He's the only being that has the capacity. Not only does he have the capacity to stop it, but absolutely everything that's going on right now, he has 100% knowledge of it. He, he knows it's happening and he knows it's happening. I'm not finished yet. And he knows it's happening before it's even going to happen. So this whole thing about, oh, why doesn't somebody- Atheists are triggered, ladies why and doesn't, yeah, Why doesn't you, yeah. why doesn't your God come in and stop it? This is the most simplistic, base, unsophisticated pitching of the problem of evil, which means you've clearly never actually looked into it. If you're making this, this level Then you better make your answer really explain. in small words so I can understand. Well, at least the answer thing. The if you're not interested in even looking at the base assumptive argument uh, dealing with that from, from philosophy that's been around for 100 years, I, I don't know what you're expecting me to do for you, sir. You clearly are not interested in truth. You just, I mean, when you're willing to make an objection no like not. that, the basic colloquial problem of evil that's been around for 100 years and then been addressed dozens of times with hundreds of philosophers and you want to pitch the base level like it's never been discussed and expect me to jump in when it's not even on topic of the debate, you're stretching. E evil isn't a, isn't a moral question? Um, the, the concept of God, uh, the moral God allowing moral evil. Is, is a question that challenges his character. And it allows you to understand that you have a very unsophisticated view of the actual Christian God claim because Where the Christian God claim includes with it a protection of his righteousness and an environment of grace and an environment of free will, which means there are certain things he himself will not violate because he has set his own statutes. And if he violates them, he makes himself a liar. Well, okay, then one, then, then he is morally inferior to me because if I had the power, I'd stop it. And two, and two, can you tell me where evil came How from? How would you stop it? Hey, hey Smokey, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Folks, Go ahead. I didn't mean to be so prophetic in my opening statement, but uh, let me just you know, reiterate. 
so listen to their arguments with intent, for I wager you will pick up on childlike rebellion and two men who inherently wish they could decide what is right and wrong, and their words are nothing but juvenile anger at the logical structure of morality. I yield back to you, Smokey. Cool. Appreciate so it. where does evil come from? <laughs> a deviation of good. Yeah, a deviation of, of good? Light. Yeah. So, so you're a Christian, right? Sure. Which version of the Bible do you prefer? That's such a weird question. I don't mind any of the versions, honestly. In fact, I like to cross-reference versions and use interlinear, so it's really kind of irrelevant. Do you mind KJV? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Familiar with Isaiah? Uh, sure. Isaiah 45.7. I create light and I create darkness. I made good and I create evil. I, the mm -hmm. Lord, do all these things. Yeah. I create good. I create peace. That's, that's in the Hebrew there. If you did a little bit of root looking. See, this is, I love that. Yeah, I love how you will only read it in English and figure you got no. it. You know, why don't you look up a scholar once in a while? Why don't you look up a commentary? Why don't you see what anyone other than a brain-dead atheist on the internet had to say about a verse and then so, come back and talk to me and, and maybe understand a little bit about how Jewish literary structure actually worked. Before he's not he taking it, this from anyone argument. else. He's reading it to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. He's reading it with the most unsophisticated, unintellectual way possible. It's like, I asked it's like you. With the KGV only. I asked you. I asked you which version you preferred because yeah. I have them written down here. <laughs> you're criticizing would you, would the you KGV, prefer? But you, hang on. Yeah, yeah you pull up version. the interlinear and yeah. go into the Hebrew then if you want to do it. W that would way. you prefer NIV where it says calamity? Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Or, so or, or, or no, NASB and NASP says peace or uh, you have to follow the structure of the language, sir, sure. which you're completely ignorant of, sure. which is when what I'm saying. wrote, they drew, they drew oh, diametrics yeah. inside their structure. So whatever they mentioned first was something they were dying, drawing a opposition to in the second, a contrast or a comparison to. Okay. So if it's talking about peace, it's a, right. it's a contrast to that word, which means non-peace. <laughs> Or calamity. Okay. It's not the actual manifestation of, of all general evil, like you're trying to read into the text. And none of the Jews ever read it that way either. Just, just again, uh, an unintellectual atheists that want to take the most unsophisticated approach possible to looking into a complex ancient text. Sorry, so is this the Christian triggered that, thing? Go ahead. Well, no, I just yes. think you're being ridiculous. Yeah. But, but I mean, if that, I guess Dude, maybe, he literally maybe just pointed out why ridiculous you're an idiot atheist. and you don't know what you're saying, and yeah. you're saying that he's triggered when he's telling you why you're a dumbass. This cool. is priceless. Yeah, but yeah, you know what's refusing yeah. the argument that he brought up? He called him. A it's a ridiculous argument. Clearly, he's so never looked at a commentary or a scholar. Let's hear from Rib. I do want to hear from Rib. He's attacking him personally, which is an ad hominem, which is just ridiculous. Hey, whatever. You guys started off talking trash. Oh, now you're getting okay. counter. Now you're Enough. getting countered and so, called out on your right, own crap, and you're going to talk trash back. Hilarious. Triggered atheist. Love it. So listen, much fun. <laughs> listen, hold on a second. What we're going to do is return to the topic, whether that be Christian ethics or secular ethics, whatever you guys want to talk about. Between those, let's two talk topics. about. Let's talk about how every secular society said that that's existed since the beginning of time has been an absolute deluge of blood. How about that? There's a great book that's available. It's actually, I forget the name of the author now. It's called Drunk with Blood. Um, and it, uh, it talks, it actually goes through uh, chapter by chapter, book by book through the Bible and lists all of the blood that's actually on the, on the God of the Bible's hands. Um, and it's, it, it's an interesting read out there. I, for anybody, I, I suggest it's, I, it's I a tiny, remember. yeah. I can't remember the name of the offer, but it's N nice author, attempt it's, to it's, save. It's fun. Nice attempt to save. It's a tiny fraction of what secular societies have done just in the last 200 years. Which one do you want to talk about, Hitler? 
Uh, well, you want to talk about USSR? That was 60 million people. Sure. Yeah, that was horrible. Yep. Okay, that was a secular society that believed it needed to weed out certain people that were a danger to the facility of the society of what it was trying to chase. So it killed. It was actually a form people. of state worship, not really secular. Yeah. Yeah. Call it whatever you want. I think atheists are religious well, enough. Two different wrong, things. Right? So it's not just calling it whatever we want right. to. It's too. How about things. China? I, I've heard a lot of atheists try to tout China, the P PKC, as kind of the modern utopia of secularism. What do you guys feel about that? Considering oh, no. none of us no. have brought up China, why no. don't you address the arguments that we're making rather than other ones that you've heard from other Well, agents? I'm just pitching that the idea that secular societies are just a cultural and civil nightmare. Um, unless you guys have an example to defend your position, I think that you guys are just basically a cancer on society. Um, sure. You guys not justify one, every type of horrible, one, atrocious act in all of history. Not one uh, secular society that um, operates under the root of uh, secular morals being well-being has ever advocated for slavery, yet your book does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Oh, absolutely. I okay. want to talk what, about what, that. Uh, okay, sure. What other inst economic instituted system would you have replaced it with if you were God? Okay, so we're not talking I about indentured servitude. I would have said, thou shalt not own a person as property. Yeah. Okay. Something well, that's a bit of a problem. Easily could have done. <laughs> that's a bit of a cultural problem, gentlemen, because we still own people today. We still own people in cultures today. We still own people in first world cultures today. Some of us are just more honest about it than others. For example, in America, our 13th Amendment, that was the abolishment of slavery. So the slavery is abolished except in instances of prosecution or, or basically breaking the law or after you've been tried in a crime. So we're at least honest about it in our country that our prisoners are still very much property of the state and slaves. Yeah, see, that doesn't, that doesn't really fit. And the only reason that it doesn't is because if there – so to draw a true analogy between this – I'd like to finish um, because there's a point at the end of it for you to respond to. I get um, that there's a point, but there's a problem with what I'm saying. So no matter how eloquently you say the point, I'm still going to have, have an issue with it. So maybe we should iron this out first. As you wish. Okay. In order to draw a true analogy, I'm going to be going off of uh, Exodus 21 verses 18 to 22. Um, given your example of a prisoner in a uh, prison, um, if a security guard or a, if a warden was to beat a prisoner so that he didn't, but he got up in two days, if the prison guard wasn't uh, fined, fired, or faced some form of uh, punishment himself, everybody in their right fucking mind would be up in arms. Happens all the time. Happens every day. Happened in front of me. Yes, and they are up in arms and they face punishment. No, so no, it's they not don't. A true analogy. No, they don't. The thick blue yes, line do. protects that. Yes, they do. But, but um, no, you guys just have a very, very pipe dream, you know, fairy tale cloud version of reality. It's that not fairy tale. I'm describing what happens. But no, um, I, I know, I know what happens over here, and 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 it, and it happens all the time. What? And yeah, and I also have access to the show. fucking internet, so I know what's going on over there as well. Don't don't fucking use the fact that. That yeah. I'm Irish and well, thousands of fucking miles yeah. away to, say, to, to try and say that I don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, what I'm saying, what I was trying to draw to my conclusion is that in a, in a slave environment where people are in a subject of servitude, which, by the way, is still a lot of cultures today. That's how they have to function because they don't have the wonderful excess that we have to, to cultivate prison systems, which are basically just close, confined, antisocial environments where they're still beaten. Um, hit with uh, chemical warfare and prevented from any type of way of rejoining society. They're in institutionalized as opposed to an ancient culture that took their prisoners, took their deviants, put them into servitude positions, and then made them contribute back to the society that they damaged. Maybe you can justify why you think today's system is more moral. 
Michael, do you want to take this bit? Why do I think today's prison system is more moral? Than the slavery system where they contributed back to the society they damaged. Well, they, well which slavery system are we talking we talk about antebellum slavery or biblical No, slavery? let's talk about the Hebrew because I think that's what we're kind of on point on. We're defending Christian morality. Right. So let's so, talk about the Hebrew slavery. So to, be, so to be clear, the Bible lays out that Hebrew slavery was indentured servitude. But not that's not what, but but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about where it says in Exodus no, 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 hold on, not all of it. Where it says, "Hang on, dude, just let me finish what I'm trying to say." Um, where where the where the Bible says, um, "Your female slaves may come from the areas around you." I'm just paraphrasing right. it. Sure. So you can go and take slaves, and they will become your property. You can Purchase pass them. You can no, 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 no. You can pass them on to your children. Yeah. You can, you can purchase them. them. You, yeah, can you can purchase you them. Can you can buy can't. people. Right, exactly. Um, and, and see, that Is was that actually moral. Yes, it was a mercy. And I'll explain to you why. What the can you name? Fuck? Can you name? Well, <laughs> hold on. I'm about to expose you guys as something really gross. So hold on wow. a second. Can you name? You heard you it here. One of, the, one of the other contemporary. <laughs> can you just stop giggling like a little girl for a second rib so I can make my point? Okay. Um, can you name one of the other cultures nearby the Jews that they would have been purchasing from where the slaves would have been treated better? That's irrelevant because we're talking about uh, we're talking about the Bible. And we're talking about biblical slavery. It's perfectly relevant to the point, sir. And now you're just trying to run from it. No. So when they were purchasing a, a slave from a foreign nation and bringing them in, and they were getting required days off, better types of treatment. They weren't able to be killed at whim. They weren't able to be beaten at whim. They weren't able to be used as any type of sex slaves. They they had to be given marriage rights. They had to be treated like actual people. All the other cultures around them treated them basically like animals. The way that we treated them in, in the European slave trade, which, by the way, was a secular system based upon the incredibly amoral, disgusting evolutionary ideal that black people were, were basically animals. And that's what fueled the European slave trade for years. So it's your own ideology and methodology that you still promote to this day that is disgustingly racist and put the, the blacks in slavery in disgusting conditions, subhuman, animalistic conditions. That's on you guys, not us. Holy fuck. Now I'm racist. Okay. Um, so, so we went from biblical slavery and we went right over into, into, uh, antebellum slavery there. So, okay, so did, did the point that Smokey was making, did it like go over your head? Like, did you not comprehend the entire point that was making? So it, it answer the question that was raised in the context of, was there a dramatic difference in the outcome of that action between what the Jews were, the Israelis were doing versus the secular cultures around them? So uh, all that really matters. No, and no, I mean, answer the I, question. And I know you're not going to like this, but I'm just going to answer, answer the question. Way. So I'm, much I'm going to answer it. Gross. I'm going to answer the question. At the end of the day, we were talking about people owning other people. And the Bible lays it out really clearly. If you haven't, if you don't want to take my word for it, there's a guy on another channel. I know, I'm sure. James answer the question. I'm, I'm attempting. I'm answer attempting. my question without yeah, a bunch of BS. Listen, I'm going to answer it the way I want to. He's already said this like so, four times, James. He's saying he's cool. repeating you himself. Can definitely, the question. You can definitely yeah. point that out, but we do have to, let's give him a, a, just a, even a short amount of time to finish. So there's because what we the point that was raised was was biblical slavery. And there's a guy named Dr. Josh Bowen who runs a channel called Digital Hammurabi. And he published he just uh, published a book called uh, Does the Old Testament Endorse Slavery? Talks about Exodus 21 and Leviticus uh, verse 25, 44 through 46 a lot in that, which really, really addresses it. And at the end of the day, we're talking about people owning people. And I asked you, I asked you before Smokey even asked my question, I asked if owning a person was moral. 
And the answer we got back was yes. In certain instances, yes, sir. And okay, if we well then I'll take tomorrow, my secular system. If we didn't have, if we didn't have prisons or police or courts or infrastructures or roads or buildings or jails or any of these things that allow us to yeah. do these things today that are not slavery, if we didn't have any of these things like a lot of these other cultures today that still need slavery, it wouldn't be an issue. You don't condemn these modern cultures, do you? Yes, they have no other option. You, you, oh, so you condemn them. Why don't you go tell the UN to, to outlaw the slavery there and then they'll have a black market of slavery and then it'll be much worse. See, this is the problem. You guys are absolute logical nightmares. You would you would integrate laws that would actually make things worse in your sheer grotesque ignorance of what your moral system is actually based on. You know what? You guys base your morals based on what your cultural surroundings are, which means if you were an Aztec, you would have liked gutting people alive. If you were someone that was born in ancient North Canaan, opposite the Jews, you would have liked roasting children on, on altars to Moloch. If you would have been born in Sodom and Gomorrah, you would have thought it was perfectly fine to rape people. So your subjective moral standards is just a complete and utter nightmare. And frankly, it's disgusting. No wonder you guys can't defend it. Apparently, my moral system is so disgusting that I think that everything that you laid out, I would never do, regardless of what time or what culture I was born in, because I have the fucking capacity to realize that every single one of those things are grossly immoral. Based on okay, your so, culture. So, hang on. So let's think, let's think about this from a logical perspective. Based on perspective. common fucking in, sense and well Okay, okay so let, let's use common sense, you idiots. Okay, in what modern society really? you're calling me an idiot and you're you gonna shut up and let me finish slavery? the sentence i haven't talked very much and i'll let you and uh, james right. keeps interrupting to Let's... let you guys dodge questions so it's my Let's... turn to talk now the in what modern society it, around the world the second that law and order breaks down and the and anarchy returns in name one scenario where there has not been absolute collapse into moral degradation and anarchy, blood, violence, rape, and theft, all the all the components that we're discussing tonight from a moral perspective, they just magically vanish the second the barrier the, the barrier of force is removed from the equation. So how do you 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 claim you make these strong claims that I would never take part in any of this stuff. Really? If you're uh, you're faced yeah. with and you're starvation. suggesting we you are? You don't think you're ever going to do anything? I, I call BS on you. And you, you're, you so what makes gun, you any different? You Why wouldn't you do it? You could put a gun to my head. You could put a gun to my head. You could put a gun to my family's head and kill them in front of me if I didn't rape someone, and I would never rape someone. Mm. You Sorry, I would, I would never, ever, ever do that. So you don't even try and try and pin this you live whatever in a imaginary moral situation. System that Rip. you think that I have on me because it just doesn't work. So why don't you go uh, actively try and stop all the grooming gangs that are happening in Ireland and the United Kingdom right now? Because I'm in college to be a social worker, so I'm actually fucking doing that. Oh yeah, because because the social workers in uh, the United Kingdom and Ireland are doing so much to stop that. It's spreading out the wazoo, as I'm sure you know if you actually pay attention. And you're saying that you're going to try and stop it because there's plenty of social workers in uh, Europe right now that aren't I doing mean, a damn that'll thing. That'll be to my stop job. It. That would be it's my not gonna job, be your job to stop okay. that. So I mean, kind of, yeah. You are, you are. You're gonna, you're gonna go to the no-go zones and actively try and prevent all of that that's going on right now. Is it a secular government the, the, or the, the, the police? The police in the United Kingdom and all over Europe are not going. They're refusing to go into the no-go zones to stop the grooming gangs and the sex trade that's happening in the United Kingdom right now. There was a report uh, two months Kingdom. ago. There's over a hundred thousand sex slaves in the United Kingdom right now. 
I think we so just if need we, to tie this I don't know to if you kind of need to brush up on your modern history, but Ireland left the UK a long time ago. So I, I said, did I, did, I make distinction, did I make distinction between Ireland, United Kingdom, and Europe multiple times in what I just said? I'm pretty sure we I did. do need to tie this back to the main topic. If it is relevant, if there's a way in which it can be explained, like how this leads back to that core issue of Christian versus secular ethics, we can keep well, going with it. Otherwise... Well, Yes, sorry, James. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And the last, the last point I'll make on this, because uh, I'm a little Dodge artist over there. Um, by the way, there's it's uh, rather uh, clearly stated in uh, Irish news sources that there's a grooming gang problem in Ireland. So uh, I'm not really sure why you're trying to make a, a Dodge artist of trying to tell me what I don't do and do not know about Europe, where I spent the first 18 years of my life. Go ahead, Smokey. Yeah, I, I hope maybe you guys can understand that by your own system, that based upon, it, you know, basically increasing the best wellness while minimizing suffering, that some of the worst things in secular government history have been done to justify the actual, you know, manifestation of what was considered to be the greatest good, because it's the elites that always decide what is the greatest good. And usually the greatest good is at the, the sacrifice of those on the lower scale. So what you see is the manifestation of evolutionary theory in an actual civil realm. And you see the survival of the fittest, those that are the most powerful, those that are the most influential, they rise to the top and they basically try to equate everyone underneath them at the same level of a form of socialistic type of hierarchy. So this is the type of thing that we've seen emerge throughout secular societies since they've been around and pronounce themselves as secular societies operating with exactly what you guys have presented as your moral standard to minimize suffering and maximize well-being. And yet that was the exact mantra that was still carried forward in all of these manners of genocide, including the mantras you guys also chant, which is that religious people, people that have beliefs contrary to the ones inside the, the positions of power are dangerous to society and fitting to be cold. And this is the type of danger talking points you guys push forward and i worry that in your ignorance you don't always know what you're what you're actually saying so you you think that 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 secular society calls for the culling of religious ultimately society? yeah once it gets in power kind of like the muslims yeah it tends to so i i i'll only speak for myself but i certainly don't want to see uh anyone who has a faith uh, position harmed I, i'm wondering if it's possible here for a second because i i see a lot of um I, what I see, and I think I hope I think Rib sees the same thing, is that you're you're attacking uh, a secularity that Rib and I are not representing. So yeah. I'm wondering if 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 for a second you could uh, you could apply a principle of charity. Could you please steel man our position and tell us what it is we adhere to as well, uh, as secularists? I thought I just did. It, no, but you but guys, you, if that's you what you think, you could not have. If it that's what you opening. think. You could not have been further off the mark. It was in your opening. Yep. You said to maximize well-being while minimizing suffering. And yes. one of the things you do that is genocide. You you get there. You you can follow that How? path to genocide very easily. And all the secular well, governments what? have done so. It's what like it's like when the they when the USSR was taking advantage of the of the farmers. I'll explain. To I'll explain. 
I'll explain. Genocide. I'll explain. It's exactly what you guys promote, which is why you're really gross in your ignorance. But I'll explain it to you right now. The issue is that during the time like the USSR, when they were taking advantage of the farmers, they were starving them out, taking all the food and giving it to the city because it was better for the government, for the city to survive. So they were willing to wipe out and make all the farmers starve for the greater good. These are the types of moral atrocities that are all throughout history that you guys yourselves promotes, making you yourselves the ignorant moral monsters of the modern age. So even though we told you that's not what we promote, you're still saying we promote that. And okay, even though so Rib said that's that's not at all what we stand for, you're still your saying opening. that's what we stand for. It was for. in your opening, okay. sir. Okay. So, so do you okay. guys – Please explain to me how murder – Please explain to me how murdering anyone – promotes their flourishing and well-being i just did wow i just gave you an actual real world example dude how slow are you so i so i'm just sitting here but fucking unbel like i i am mean, just in yeah clearly you're not even paying attention to what i'm saying because you're so triggered Let's you can't even hear what i'm respond <laughs> because everything you're saying are the things that rib and i would stand alongside you and fight against <laughs> any, any type of these actual moral atrocities like genocide we would stand beside you to fight against Okay, yes. so if you if you're in favor of standing against genocide, are you for or against abortion? Um, that uh, that depends. I am okay. So it's it's a complicated situation. So it's subjective. So it's no. So hang on a second. You, right? no, I'll explain it to you. I am pro life. I believe that life is precious. That life should be protected. My pro life stance is only overshadowed by my pro-choice stance in that at the <laughs> in that at the end of the day listen listen idiot i'll just take a page from your book just sit there and listen for a second uh, you might learn something <laughs> because my, my, my pro-choice my pro-choice stance is that the at the end of the day when it comes to when it comes to abortion bodily autonomy must win out over in all. what scenario is it acceptable i'm not to have finished abortions? yet in I'm what not scenarios is it acceptable? He's not finished yet. I'm not finished yet. When is it acceptable? I'll tell you. So bodily autonomy has to win out. And that the, the final choice, the final choice must be made between a woman and her health practitioner. In instances where I believe, there are instances where I believe abortion is, is completely immoral. For example, if there are women who, yeah. who don't take responsibility and who just think you want to use abortion as birth control, that's mm -hmm. disgusting. Yep. But if a woman is raped or if there's a or if there's an issue of incest or something like that, then having an abortion could, would be the most moral thing for that woman's health and well-being that could possibly happen. OK, so, so, that's, so that's, issues that's, like that's, rape and incest. OK, so, in, so are you stating that the only time it is acceptable to, for an abortion to occur, the only time is if the pregnancy is the result of rape or incest? No, there would be other circumstances yeah. as well. Oh, 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 OK, so 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 when? Uh, for example, uh, so are you familiar with the process of amniocentesis where they check for um, things like spinal bifida or other um, deleterious? So, so if there's any kind of – You're going to let me finish. Uh, you are starting to ask me a question. I'm familiar with – I'm familiar – he asked Alex. me a question. He asked me yeah, a question if I was familiar with something. He asked if I was familiar with spinal bifida and other things. Yes. It's my turn it, to respond. It's, it's, a so. long, it's, it's a long question. Okay, so something like something like amniocentesis is a medical procedure where they can test for things like spinal bifida, other types of horrible developmental uh, deficiencies within the within the fetus, because we're not talking about a baby, we're talking about a fetus. Um, that would that would, if the if the pregnancy was allowed to continue, result in in the in the birth of a child that could have horrible 
uh, health defects, so much so that they may not even survive and they may live only a few short hours or a few short days in absolute agony. So in a situation like that, that would be another situation where performing an abortion would actually be the most moral thing you could do because the only life that that baby would have once born would be of pain and agony until it finally died a few days later. So the, 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 the subject of abortion is a complex issue. It's not just this, that, or the other thing. There are lots of issues to be taken in, to be taken into account. Okay, cool. So um, two things. Number one, uh, you said fetus, not baby. Okay, That's cool. Right. So um, what is your definition of baby? Is it not a baby until it comes out of the, the woman's vagina or it has Abor a C-section? A born child. Oh, okay. So post C-section, it's a baby. Uh, that would also be a born child. Yes. Okay, cool. So if a child is born at say the current, uh, record of survival, which is 21 weeks, um, are you suggesting that the same application of rights to the life, even though it was born exponentially sooner than what uh, would normally constitute a natural uh, birth. Are you saying that that uh, child is not, uh, should not be a recipient of protection? Does it have the, it, what, is it an autonomous being at that point? Is it surviving without, without the support of its mother's body? Uh, after you're born, are you uh, autonomous uh, outside of your, your parents taking care of you? Well, no, 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 answer, that, answer that question. After you're not born, how long is it until you can take care of yourself? Well, okay. By autonomy, by autonomy, if, autonomy. I mean, if you're born and you don't have a parent, are you going to die? Yes or no? By autonomy, what I mean is yes the or capacity no. Answer to, the question. The capacity to perform life functions like breathing. No, 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 uh, life functions are like eating, that's metabolism, breathing. Okay. After you're born, if you don't have a mother or a father or some other adult human, Mm -hmm. It is all is autonomous, feeding you, and yeah. wiping your ass. Are you going to sure. die? Yes no, or no? Because, no, because society would step in and take care of that. Child. No, 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 no. I said no. Society would constitute one of those entities I just delineated. So, without a external force that is able to give you the nutrients and help you breathe and all that kind of stuff, without mm -hmm. that entity, after you're born, once you come out of the birth canal, mm -hmm. is that child going to live or die? It would probably die. Okay, so it's not autonomous, then, is it? No, you're you're not. Is it autonomous? Yes or no? You're not understanding the definition. You have a daughter, correct? Autonomous. I do too. My daughter just turned ten years old. Until, until my daughter it was really even now, could my daughter really take care of herself? If there was no if I wasn't around, uh, or I some know, other I adult don't know how, to take care of her. Do, could your daughter your, take care of herself? Does your daughter have developmental issues? No. I don't know whether your daughter can take care of herself. No. How am I supposed to know that? Um, no, I, that's an interesting point. Can I jump in real quick, Maddox? Yeah, it, it was an interesting. Point. I, 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 let me. I'll, I'll shut up here in a second. Um, Congratulations, Michael, on being the ultimate dodge artist who doesn't want to answer real questions and acts like a complete idiot when it comes to what is autonomous. I Do I get a trophy? Go ahead, um, yeah, I was just curious because you had said that like in your kind of moral framework that it's it would be okay to abort a child that had some sort of developmental disorder. Um, is, is there any moral issue? I guess you kind of take it that that's like a kind of mercy, like, like not, like not letting them have to struggle to live through life type thing. Uh, is are, that are you referring to the specific example I gave? Uh, sh well, sure. Um, I mean, are there other examples other than that specific example? Like, are there other, like, um, well, fuck, you know, how long are we going to sit here and talk about it? Yeah. I mean, there, there are lots of, there are lots of situations. This is why, this is why they're, 
this is one of the reasons why secular morality is superior to, to Christian morality, is that there isn't this fine line where it's yes and no. We look at each individual situation and say, okay, in this situation, this, this would be the best action to promote well-being, flourishing, and minimize harm and suffering. Okay. Whereas in this situation, it moves. It's, it's a continuum. It's not a God says so, so go fuck yourself. Got it. It's, it, it's, it, it's a continuum. Um, so, so is there really anything wrong with going ahead and just uh, killing all the, the people that have those conditions currently that are living? Um, that's kind of a mercy too, right? No, I don't believe so. Well, why not? How did you determine, how did you determine what their quality of life was? Uh, you did by saying well, it would be better for them to be. We're talking. We're birth. talking about this. We're talking about all of these people. Who, first of all, who are all of these people? <laughs> more dodging. More dodging. And that's, Michael, and that's what you, I Michael, said. If, if, it's if on I, a continuum. Later today. If later today, Michael, you are really dense. Bro. A, if later today your daughter uh, falls and has brain damage, um, she faces a life of potential pain, agony, not being able to take care of herself, and a condition which is not optimal. Uh, would you then take the position that it is acceptable to uh, execute your daughter? To execute? No, that's stupid. Okay, so now, even though that she now has a condition that doesn't mean she's not going to be able to live a optimal life, right? I.e., exactly what you said was acceptable to abort the uh, babe, the fetus who is yeah. not yet a child, right. um, who would be facing a very similar uh, negative potential negatives in their life. Right. You, it's okay to execute them. But it would not be okay to execute your daughter. Is that correct? So, so are you telling me in this that you don't see the difference between a, like a fetus that's twelve or fourteen weeks old in utero versus a twenty-three-year-old adult? So I, I just want to be clear. We you were, don't see the you, difference. Was your was your daughter also? She, you said how old is she now? Twenty-four. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. So, was at some point was your daughter a fetus in utero? Yeah. Okay. So, if she had had a problem. And you discovered it. Would you have, looking back on it now, would you ever have aborted your daughter? Um, what I, it would depend on what the consensus of uh, the medical community was. If it was determined, if it was determined at the point, uh, like at okay, the point. So, so let's I'm, say I'm, I'm, gonna put this in I'm trying so to my, answer my, your question. Nephew, so let me answer your question. I, I, I'm trying I to answer your question. I, I you. If the consensus was, I got it. Okay, cool. No, no, so, no, 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 no. Uh, you're not so answering my question. You're not answering for me. I'm answering for you. I would so if for your bullshit, let's go. If an amnio something like an amniocentesis had been done when my daughter was 13, 14 weeks, I'm not exactly sure on the timing of the process when they do those tests, um, had been done. And it had come back determined that there was some type of severe developmental issue that would have meant that her life would have either been very short, um, with no quality of life, uh, or exceedingly painful. Um, then her mother and I would have had a discussion and made a decision. First of all, I wouldn't have made that decision myself because it's not just my decision to make. And ultimately, like I said before, to be consistent, it wouldn't have been my final decision. It would have been it would have been her mother who was actually carrying her. But I would have looked at it. I would have looked at it that way. And it, and again, if you can't see the difference between those two things, I, I don't know how to help. You. It wouldn't have been okay, your decision. Okay, okay so let, let's let's address the the dumbassery of that position. So I'm going to give you a real world example. So my nephew, my, my, one of my nephews, he is now 19 years old, uh, valedictorian and uh, concert pianist and does a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, 
I went and my mother and I went and stayed with my sister for six months because she had to be on bed rest and had three other kids because not one, but many doctors told my sister and brother-in-law that she needed to abort my nephew, that she had a 90% chance of her dying, that there was almost no chance of him being born. And that, oh, she's going to bleed out. All this, all this bad stuff's going to happen. There's no way this child will make it. You're going to die if you go to term with this child. Well, hmm, interesting. Uh, that was not one. That was not two. That was over 10. They flew all of my sister and brother-in-law went all over the United States talking to the biggest experts to try and see if there's any new treatments, anything they could do to try and minimize that stuff. And they all said no. And the consensus was to abort they refused based on Christian morality that no, they were going, this, every child was a gift of God. The life was unique and uh, granted by the almighty. Therefore she was going to go to term and magically the condition rectified itself about three weeks before my nephew was born. And now they started to watch and make sure, but my nephew was born fast forward to now he's a six foot five, brilliant young man and if they had followed the consensus he would have been executed so your uh your argument is a very myopic one and it's nothing but an attempt to dodge whether or not life is precious whether or not we are uh unique souls and if we should just oh well it's inconvenient or hey we're going to be the ones that arbitrarily get to decide what is life and what people can and cannot have a chance in this world. And I, it's, it's pathetic. And when you think about the over 60 million babies that are aborted per year on a global level. Fetuses. Babies oh, that are uh, aborted per year. By what? Secular societies that push it. So in a decade, more people get aborted than have been killed in every single war with which you try to... Uh, throw oh, all the people that died. It was nothing had to do nothing to do with secularism. Oh, it was just uh, religious uh, societies and their wars. Really? Well, yeah. More people have died ba based on secular principles in re relation to abortion than in every war ever combined. So when you get off of your high horse and actually look at the reality of what's going on, and go at your daughter's birthday today, ask her whether or not you th she thinks you should have aborted her if something bad had happened. So what's, so, so what's interesting is, uh, and then I want to make sure that Rube gets a chance to talk because uh, he hasn't. Um, so you said there, were, there was, uh, there was your, your nephew who at one stage of development had some problems. Um, so if a decision had been made at, at that time um, w without any foreknowledge, right? Because you said that this, you, I think your words were magically healed itself. Uh, towards uh towards full term and before uh before uh your nephew was born. so they knew about this in like the first four weeks sure of the pregnancy so so i i don't know how i don't know how you would expect me to answer and other than other than did previously in that when 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 your sister had was operating on on the best information so the best information at the time when this when this condition was discovered 
I don't know how you could expect isn't, anyone to know. That, that consensus I'm isn't that still what you talking. Say is the defense? Isn't, the, isn't that consensus Maddox, what you claim is the talking. defense? We gave you plenty of time, Maddox. So we'll give Michael a little bit more. Then want to let you guys know that we will be going to Q and A pretty quick. If one of you is willing to defer to the other on the last word, awesome. Otherwise, in about five minutes, I'll bring us into the Q and A. So at, at one stage of development, there was this problem. And they decided based on their own moral system that they would not terminate the pregnancy. Um, and then towards the end of the pregnancy, something happened. And that makes me super happy. I'm glad that your nephew doesn't have problems and I'm glad that he's super healthy and all that other stuff. That's a good thing. But based on the available information, I, I wouldn't have thought that, that your sister was uh, immoral for terminating a pregnancy based on the best information that they had at the time. Um, she didn't have a crystal ball to see what it was going to be like. Maybe she had hope that something would get better. So you, it, I, I don't think it's reasonable to say, well, based on that, well, look what happened. It turned out better. But you, you could, a word that I but said? you could also have the reverse happen, where you could a healthy fetus, where something developed towards the end of the pregnancy, and then had, and then had a, a resulting birth with all kinds of problems. So it could have gone the other and way as we well. Decide that is the question. We are the autonomous beings that get to make that choice. And I'm going to defer to cool. Ruben now. So, he hasn't said okay, so the autonomous beings. Okay, so at any point, if you are not autonomous, um, should somebody else decide whether or not you live or die? In fact, in my power of attorney uh, and uh, living will, my wife you does. Living yes. will? Okay, cool. Yep. So, um, but, but, but what if you just can't move, but you're conscious and you can talk still? Well, we have things like fMRI machines that can actually measure brain activity, so that wouldn't be a no, problem. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, you have a stroke, and only half of your body works. Yeah. And you slur your words, and you have pain because you got burned on the left side of your body. Sure. Now you're in a hell of a lot of pain. You can't use most of your uh, faculties. Mm -hmm. um, and your daughter decides, you know, I think the dad would be better off if he died. Well, that wouldn't be her choice, like I said, right? Right, because you're still be my wife's alive, choice, right? It would be my wife's alive, choice. Right? It would be my you, wife's, wife's choice. Dead. Your wife's dead. Sorry. Oh fuck! You're killing off my family left, right, and center here. No, I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> you're just trying to dodge. So your daughter decides. <laughs> just, your daughter decides. I don't. I don't like to live in your fantasy. I'll, no, we're, I'm, we're I'm now, getting. We're, we're getting hurt. We're now fantasy. flipping the script. We're now flipping the script. You earlier said sure. you would be in power to execute her. I'm saying now, flip the script. No, you're I wouldn't be. Her mother would have been. I never said me. I always said deferring to the woman. Okay. I always said deferring to the woman. Okay, okay so fine. It's the scenario that I'm talking about applies to your wife then. Whatever. You're dead and your wife is in the scenario I described. Okay. Um, in, the in the reciprocal, per your argument, it would be acceptable for your wife to have executed your daughter. Now, because she might have faced all these bad things in life. Flipping the script, is it now acceptable for your daughter to execute your wife because she now faces a, 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 a tragic future of pain and suffering? Um, actually, that wouldn't be the case. It's a complicated the situation. Question, should she have the privilege to do so? It's a complicated situation because it, well, just if, if, if I, I, I'll tell you why in my answer, I'll tell you why I can't reasonably answer your question because it's not a play. And you couldn't know this. Okay. But my current wife is not my daughter's mother. So, so, so that it doesn't work out. So you'd have to give, you'd have to, you'd have to give me an applicable situation. You'd have to give me an applicable situation, but and, and it's totally different because you, I, I love mother, how you slip in. Your I love how you slip in. I love how you slip in execute because, and you have to do that because it's dramatic. But we're not taught when, when, when a pregnancy is terminated, there, there is no intelligent argument. You are ab, when, a ter, when a pregnancy is terminated, you are absolutely ending a life. I would not argue otherwise, but you're not 
executing it. It's not like, it's not cutting something's head off. It's not like dragging something out and shooting and blowing its head off. It's not the same thing, but I really want to make sure that, that Rip gets a chance to talk. He's okay, hang on, hang on. Do you, do you oh, even understand how abortions are done? The a hole is punched in the brain, in the skull. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang no. on. I'll, give me, give me no. 15 seconds, 15 seconds. No, I'll give you 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Um, you're an idiot. One of the methods for abortion fuck, is to puncture a hole you, in the scale, in the you. skull of the child and suck out the brain with a suction cup. I thought you were going to say a hose. straw. So it, I thought you were going to say a horrible secular doctor sucked it out with a straw. Uh, no, it's done with a vacuum. You're, you're a pathetic fool. I, I just have, cool. I have a, well, I just, I'll let sorry, Rip go I, ahead. I just, if I could, if I could then close, go, go ahead, Rip. Yeah. yeah. Cause we open, so you should get the sure. last word. Um, I just want to say, um, Michael, thanks. It, it, it wasn't uh, because I didn't think that you could. That, uh, sorry. Um, it wasn't because I didn't think that I could argue it sufficiently. Um, for extremely personal reasons, I'm going to refrain from talking about this particular topic. That's the only reason why I haven't mm -hmm. chimed in in the last little while. Um, sorry, man. There was a moment where, where I considered if I would, and I thought that I would, but um, I think, fuck me. I, th I, I think that it is, um, if we just kind of want to bring this back to the topic, um, I think it is absolutely shameful, and I think that it is disgusting that... I consider talking about why this issue was so personal for me and I decided against it because of the type of Christian morality that has been shown here tonight. I did not think that I was going to get away with talking about my personal experiences on, on scathed. And that I think is one of the most tragic and the most upsetting parts about this entire thing. I'm sorry. I have to take a minute. All right. Um, I just, I just had a, yeah, I wanted to have a quick little response to uh, Michael in terms of this because your position, I guess, on a, on a base level, really kind of concerns me, especially when you interjected with fetuses. You know, it's only a fetus when someone doesn't want it, and when someone wants it, it's the baby. It's a baby as soon as they get it. And you know, what's happened is it's somehow become okay to classify life based upon the arbitrary decision of the person carrying it. It's basically the same argument for slavery that you guys would condemn. You're on my land. You belong to me. I get to do with you what I want, including wipe out your life. That's the exact type of thing you guys claim to hate. And yet, and yet it seems to be the exact same type of thing you'll promote. And here's the issue. Here's the real issue. Let me make it real crystal clear for you, Michael, of why your position is just grotesque. It's because with some, if some baby ha, has, has Down syndrome, whether or not that baby is a fetus or a baby has to do with whether or not the mother's willing to care for it. And that's gross. You live in a disgusting, subjective, moral, relativist universe, and I hope to God it never becomes normative. Gotcha. With that, we will go into the Q&A. It's been a fiery one, folks. Want to say we appreciate all of our guests. They're all linked in the description. So that way, if you're listening and you want to hear more, well, those links are waiting for you. And we're going to jump into 
all of these questions. So thanks so much, everybody. I do appreciate it. We'll fly through these as fast as possible to try to cover every one. iPhone Musings, thanks for your super sticker. Appreciate the support. Speed of Sound of Gravity, thanks for your question. Who said, the raccoons will go hungry tonight. Who is that mad ox-looking guy? You guys must be buddies, that's right. Next. No, Speed of Pudding is his actual name, not Speed of Sound, because that's really more descriptive of his brain and the rather stupid arguments he makes on a regular basis as he whines incessantly on his little dinky dinky channel where he gets excited if he gets two uh, watchers in his live streams. Next up, thanks for your question from Jungle Jargon, who says, Is it right for God to prove what is in your heart? That's a tough question, and I'm not sure who that's directed to. That, that, that would probably be directed at uh, the atheist, I guess. I think so. I know Jungle, so I'm, I'm guessing that would be going that way. Or is, muted, is, Michael. Yeah, well, sorry, was that the God that doesn't exist, that one? The God you, you failed to demonstrate over the past two debates, that one? I, I doubt very seriously it was aimed at us. Next up, Dwayne Burke, thanks for your question, said... Atheists either have to say God is a fictional character and that the fictional character is immoral or accept God is real and say he is immoral. But how can you be more right than an omniscient God? Hashtag awkward. Maybe you want to take that? Sorry, my I, I like wasn't really um, listen. I'm really sorry. It's okay. Um, oh, okay, so... Uh, so the first part of what they said kind of begs the question that the God is actually real in the first place. And even if uh, like, I, I can't tell you how happy I am that we don't have any good reasons to think this God is real because it would, the world would be way shittier if the God was real because of all the things that, that this God apparently did uh, in the Bible that at least, at least Smokey had said one time, he actually, I actually could get him to say something about the Bible where he said the Bible was inerrant. So if the Bible's inerrant, then the stories in the Bible are true. And if the stories in the Bible are true, that's way worse. Um, so I'm actually glad we don't have any good reasons to think that it's real. Gotcha. And thanks for your question. This comes in from our dearest friend, Jungle Jargon strikes again, saying, why are the, quote, atheists, unquote, arguing for secularism? Atheism has nothing to say about what is good. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, technically speaking, that would be true. Atheism only deals with whether or not you believe in a god. But, I mean, like, every. Everybody has some sort of moral system, and whether you have the um, Christian moral system or whether you have a uh, different, like there, it, like isn't just one or, or the uh, the uh, other, but like secular moral systems is the one that we have chosen, and so like that's the one that we kind of operate under. That was the, yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty typical that an atheist would follow a, a secular moral system. Yeah, gotcha. And thanks for your. Let's see. Ooh. Still waking up over here. Next up, thanks for your question. This one comes in from Nicholas Whitmire. Thank you. In the Queen's English, please. Okay, so uh, I love <laughs> that name. It's a very, it sounds very sophisticated. Abraham, one wife, two marriages, mistakes. Can T.S. read? I'm confused. 
I don't, who's T.S.? Yeah, who's T.S.? Uh, <laughs> not sure. I think he might have been... Joke, Nicholas Whitmire? I think he might have been referring to Michael because he bought up the, the idea that polygamy was actually adultery, which in a cultural context was just a laughable point, so I didn't even bother answering it. Hmm. I'm not sure. But thanks for your question from Lily R. O. Nicholas just clarified. Nicholas just clarified. Two marriage mistakes. Gotcha. Who is T.S., though? I don't know. I think you might be muted, Rib. Uh, am I? Am I oh, muted? not anymore. Now I can Okay, mute. okay, okay. Well, once we find out who T.S. is, we will ask yeah. them that question. Lily R.O., thanks for your question, said, All of those offenses are forgiven by asking forgiveness in Christianity. By extension makes it worse than any offenses they push on the atheists. Um, yeah, you are very, very unsophisticated in your perspective of the claim of the Christian God. Maybe go read Romans 1, 2, and 9, and you'll have a better perspective that you're basically just straw-manning a God for you to defeat. It's just nonsensical. Now, the Bible, in fact, does say that you, could, that you will be forgiven for every sin except blaspheming the Holy Spirit. The Bible actually does say that. Yeah, there's more context. As much as I love you, you know, to, to be totally fair, in case this is thrown back on us, is the Q&A. So, oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, right. yeah. yeah Next, right. Nicholas Whitmire, glad to have your question, said, The skeptic team have obviously never done time. Slavery is preferable to prison. In fact, being a slave in jail was the best way I had to pass the time. Yeah, even though I'm a, a, a atheist heathen, um, you're right. I've never done time. I tend not to uh, break the law. Gotcha. And Sorry, I can't relate. Gotcha. Dwayne Burke, thanks for your question, said, Subjective morals. Child rape isn't wrong or right. In parentheses, it just is. Hashtag awkward. The child rapes an abomination. Absolutely. Why? Oh, I, I think According saying, to who? Because it does harm. Oh, okay. So you're, would you, you're probably an objectivist about ethics, and maybe this wouldn't apply to you. I think um, he's, trying to, he's trying to suggest that you can't say it's wrong. Uh, I just did. If it's subjective. I just did. Yeah, he, he's, he's an objectivist when he subject, wants to be. <laughs> if, if it's subjective, then of course you can say it's wrong because then it's yeah. just your opinion. That's gotcha. Good. And Tioga, thanks for your question. Such a nasty, nasty soy addict. Good to see you, Tioga. says, Republican Christians in government are the ones who vote for institutionalized prison slavery, gerrymandering, and voter suppression. Are you proud of yourself, Maddox, for voting for all of those? We'll let you respond. <laughs> um, if that dumbass wants to have a political debate, uh, let's set it up. You and guys we'll are see which, they didn't and we'll see which one of and we'll see which one of us <laughs> ends as the victor on uh, which position A I take, B, he actually supports and is probably too ignorant to realize, and the historic evidence which supports my position. First so, of all, let's set, let's set it up. She didn't okay, she. even insult you. They only <laughs> asked their question. You guys are that, 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 that was a veiled today. insult. And if you don't understand that, James, I, you don't know enough about politics. Let's go to the next one. 
Next right. up, Blue Heron, thanks for your question, said, Smokey said atheists are a cancer on society. There are between 200 and 800 million atheists in the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, 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 it's un, and it's good. It's fortunate for all of us that they haven't taken the majority control in any of these countries where they could usher in bloodbaths like they tend to do in the past. Gotcha. Next up, thanks for your super sticker of a salt shaker from Rory Bjorkman. Appreciate it. I uh, glad you appreciate the support. Diffany Bear, thanks for your question. Says, I was unwanted, put up for adoption, and born with a painful genetic condition. Still glad my biological mom didn't kill me in the womb. Like you're Amen. getting pushback uh, on the uh, pro-choice side. So I didn't hear. Was that a statement or a question? It was a statement. Okay. Rib, do you have anything to say to that? Um, no. Yeah, I mean, if if you're if you're well and, and functioning, uh, uh, well yeah, now, I'm I, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you're alive too. Next up, shocking, shocking. Yoga. Thanks for it's your now question. acceptable. Oh, it's totally yoga normal. Says, are trashed IVF embryos a sin? Uh, as someone who actually went, uh, uh, was uh, my, my current wife, uh, and I did go through that process. Um, and uh, so they were, so IVS, uh, IVF uh, embryos are referred to typically as blastocysts. Hopefully my wife doesn't watch this if I got that wrong. Um, so we're talking about a you know a, a small uh, a small assembly of of cells, and uh, after the process uh, was completed on our end, uh, we chose not to have them uh, discarded, though, which they would have been, but they were used for embryological research. So I, I thought it was better that they would be used for that rather than simply discarded. Gotcha. Any uh, I let's see. Next up, thanks for your wait. I think this was originally for Maddox and Smokey. If you guys want to respond, um, I think the very existence of them is grotesque uh, as a whole. It's not the type of thing I think we should be engaging in. You know, we've kind of tried to take the the life, the giving of life, the regulation of life outside of the hands of God, and we don't know the possible ramifications that could come from that at this point. So I, I, I don't – the idea that we're doing these types of things in test tubes and laboratories I think is a little bit grotesque to me. Gotcha. Blue Heron, thank you for your question. says, Maddox, your anecdotes can be easily matched by stats. A new Ohio law says an 11-year-old girl who was raped multiple times could not have an abortion. I doubt that is true. Next, Nicholas Whitmire, thanks for your question, says, T.S. <laughs> Who's, who is T.S.? Um, I'm trying to think of like how that could be interpreted. Uh, he may be re he may be uh, going team skeptic. That oh, might be what yeah, he's, I think uh, that must insinuating. be skeptic. Yeah says autonomous makes right so might makes right <laughs> good point nicholas i like that um that's a good question i said 
I was going to say I don't I don't know how to res- how to really respond to that. Also, they're also they're saying they're they're trying. They, it sounds like they're trying to equiv- uh, equivocate bodily autonomy with uh, with the whim of uh, of a imaginary being. Yeah, that's kind um, of what I thought. That's why I found it difficult to respond to. Yeah, I think I think it, I think that... it's a false I think it's a false equivocation. I don't, yeah, I don't think they've mentioned a supernatural <laughs> being there. Um, well, might is right, meaning God. Yeah, that's, that's why I meant by that's, imaginary being. That's the kind of typical usage of that phrase. So if he's saying that like it's equal to, then it's it's yeah. Majority control is might. Might is right. Majority consensus. It's what governs society and culture. It's how the morals come from. That's what he was saying. Your argument about God being bad because might versus might is right is your own paradigm. It's just a different type. That's all. That's what he was saying. Next okay. question. Sunflower, thanks for your question. Said, Atheist, would you feel worse or more guilty if you bumped into a two-week pregnant woman and caused her to miscarry or if you just caused a sprained ankle? Oh. Um, sprained ankle. Kind of, obviously. I, because if the woman in that situation was planning on having the child, then it's not up to me or anybody else, only her and her partner to decide whether, like, what you caused the miscarriage by running into her yeah so like so bumped into her and caused her to fall maybe i mean yeah but a lot of times it, asking yeah, if... would i prefer to have the to bump and cause the miscarriage or bump and sprain her ankle so i mean no, if i, I don't think i don't think that's what she meant by it i think she said okay, would, you, would you feel more i got that's yeah. the understanding that i, got. I, I would obviously <laughs> i could have I feel more might, guilty this, if i i can try to clarify that because it is this so needs imagine, clarification really Wow. Imagine there's a uh, person who is pregnant, and if you bump into her, all things being equal, would you think it's worse or feel more guilty if the pregnant woman tripped and had a miscarriage or tripped and had a sprained ankle? Oh, well, obviously the miscarriage yeah, that then, would be her. Yeah, yeah, then yes, I would, I would, I would feel worse if she had a miscarriage. Gotcha. And Fat Man, thanks for your super chat, says, Maddox and Smokey, do you support the death penalty under any circumstance? I support the death penalty under many circumstances. Then you're not pro-life. You're not pro-life, you're (laughs) pro-birth. Yeah, that's because, yeah, the children are being held to a standard of convicted criminals. Sure, guys, that makes sense. Good equivocation. Okay, so so let's think about this. state executing people, then you're not (laughs) pro-life. Again, I I haven't responded to the last several. I've responded to the last several. So, Michael, your 23-year-old birthday. Just respond. Don't ask me a question. If... There, if you come across some man beating and raping your daughter and you have a gun, are you going to shoot him or are you not going to shoot him? Yeah, I have a gun in my hand. You have a gun in your hand. He is going to kill your daughter if, and he's in the process of raping her. He's going to choke her to death if you don't kill him right now. Are you going to kill him or be like, no, I'm pro-life? <laughs> so no, I'm going to kill him because we're not pro-life because we're not pro-life in every instance exactly yeah. neither are okay we. so isn't that the so entire point of, the, of supporting the death penalty in certain no. instances based on people who have committed acts that are worthy of being removed from society no and the simple defeater for that is because there have been lots of innocent people that have been executed you guys are and there have been lots of babies that have been have been aborted that would have survived i'm gonna just to keep things moving fat man thanks for your other question says Smokey and Maddox, I'm not sure, but do you support modern day slavery for economic reasons? That's very complex. Come to my after show. We'll chat it out. That Robert should be his question. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's no. 
The that's only, no, mo- no, that's the only not, moral, the that's only not, moral no. answer to that no, no, question no. is no. Don't answer the question for me, sir. You're a degenerate moron. Don't tell me what I would all take right, if I invited someone right. to my show. You remind me of Darth. Okay. I mean, rather than Darth. your longer answer, you could have just said no if that's what you actually think. But I whenever no, Robert, because it's a continue to tell me a fucking let's, degenerate. Let's get to the next one. Robert Summers, thanks for your question, said, does God set a moral position because God thinks it's right or because it is inherently right? The youth are told. Yeah, they never addressed it, but there, there, there is an absolute standard that's connected to what, what we, I guess, we would call in the Christian world, good, goodness, that is tied to God's nature. That couldn't be anything other than good because it's part of His nature; it's an extension of Him. So, in a way, the the eternality of goodness is co coexisting with God. Gotcha. And thanks for your question, Mystic Wolf says. Flat Earth debate: conspiracy cats versus Nathan Thompson. Let's make this thing happen. That would be a very fun debate. I think it's already happened. If I remember right, they've debated before, but I don't think it'll happen again. Also, because Nathan is not happy with me. So I've got no hard feelings. I hope he's doing well, but I don't know if we're going to see Nathan coming back. Angel Gray, thanks for your question, says, How many lives Christians have taken over opposition, science, and power on its history? You know, that pretty much whenever they try to do that, it's always blamed on the Catholic Church. And, you know, it's pretty much the only example atheists go to. And they say, look what Christians did. You know what? If you can find any other example other than the Catholics to fit your hyperbole, your, your you know, specific example you're trying to draw to, give me something other than Catholics, we'll have a conversation. Otherwise, you're just noise. Uh, James, would you mind if I address that? I can give him a very specific sure. example. It'll take about 30 seconds. Um, you guys familiar with a lovely gentleman named Steven Anderson? Um, sure. Yeah. So you can watch a video. He and he is not Catholic. Uh, you can watch a video of him where he's standing at his pulpit, and he has one of those staples buttons there, and he yeah. has it. And he says, he says, if I could, I'm not going to use the horrible language he used. He said, if I could press this button, and every time I pressed it, a homosexual would die. He said, I'd push it till my finger broke. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a very specific example of someone who's Christian, not Catholic, who wants to exterminate people left. Well, yeah, but isn't actively exterminating people. And I think that's what the example was was going. Thankfully, the button didn't work. Well, that yeah, because that's not a realistic thing. But okay, yeah, I guess if you're worried about that button, bro, (laughs) you know, okay, great. Continue to be fear mongered, I guess. Next up, let's see. Nathan Foster, appreciate your question, says it's funny how atheists enter the Christian worldview to get their points across. I mean, if you don't believe, why argue? Human reasoning, maybe? Um, Unfortunately, we have to uh, step or attempt to. I I try to step into the Christian worldview, but it's so silly that I have a hard time with it. Um, But you you have to step in there because you have to make all these silly assumptions uh, in order to, to try to come to some kind of understanding through, through argumentation. Um, because if you, so many Christians will say, well, you have to start, you know, if you start with this then it all makes sense and it's just, I don't know. You enter yeah, strong, I'm going to respond Christian. to that real quick. Um, yeah. so again, in my opening statement, which I literally wrote 10 minutes before we started, I guess I was being inspired by uh, prophecy. Um, but beyond this, ask yourself, why is it that atheists claim to agree with the vast majority of Christian moral principles with their primary objection being who they are accountable to in regards to violating them and what is the source of their origin. So thank you, uh, Michael, for yet again uh, proving me to be a prophet and being able to anticipate the 
stupid positions that you guys take while saying that the moral position is correct, but it's just wrong in how we come to it. Gotta give you're, 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 or, uh, you're not prophetic. It's just in your head. Next, <laughs> brothers, thanks for your statement uh, criticism. I don't know. Says uh, Icky Smokey. They didn't use the word smoky, but that's what I'm going to say. Said, that's okay. I'll go to church if you just stop the laugh. Yeah, that's rage. That's the raging idiot, and I'm just not. Yeah, whatever. Dude, you know what? You're the one that ran away from a debate. We had a moderated debate on this platform. You ran because you know your position is indefensible because you're a disgusting human being. All so right. you want to have let's, a debate, come on into modern-day debate, and we'll do it. Short. We're here to keep it short. Robert Summers, thanks for your question, said, Cool, so we don't need God for moral positions. Thanks for making that point, Smokey. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Appreciate it. Amen. Gotcha. And thanks for your, we got uh, We can get through some of the standard questions as well. Thanks for your question. Iron Charioteer, long timer, says, ask the theists, aren't you borrowing from the secular worldview when you use science, reason, and logic for your defense? The Bible says just believe without evidence. That is not what the Bible says. It says to test everything and to get rid of what is bad and keep what is good and to study to show thyself approved. Again, straw man Christianity. It's the only type of Christianity that atheists can defeat. Good job, dude. Go read a book. Gotcha. Well, and that. Chris Key, thanks for your question, says, Rib, uh, ask a question for Rib. If he was in a coma yeah. and completely paralyzed, should he have a chance to come out of that coma? Um... Probably, yeah, but um, in other people... So, okay, so I, I kind of have to differentiate this between myself and other people. I think that if... Um, no, this people, is about you, buddy. It wasn't actually your question, but thanks for butting in anyway. No, um, yeah, I'm just clarifying it's about you specifically. It's my question, so shut up. Stop um, dodging. Shut let's the him, fuck up. Let's let him answer. It, it, um, Triggered. For other people, up, if they... If they want to have the chance to come out of a, a coma, then then absolutely yes. For me personally, um, no, I wouldn't. Gotcha. And thanks for your question from Simeus. Said, do the Christians know that most of the Nordic countries are secular, and we haven't done any blood bathing since our Christian days? Oh, yeah, you're just a rape paradise. Good for you. Yeah, you guys must feel so proud. Gotcha. And 5,000% increase in uh, rape in the last uh, six years treating. Oh, it's so stupid when people say that. Gotcha. Let me just double check that we had gotten the last of the questions. So I, I can't get to all of them, folks, but just do want to make sure that we, let's see, we are caught up. And so thank you so much, folks. It is always a pleasure. These all four of these gentlemen are linked in the description. We hope to have them back. It'll probably be for a, a new rematch as these guys have, this is the third time they've crossed swords. So for the next debate, it might be, but I, I do, you guys are kind of natural tag teams. I think you guys both work in sync in your respective teams. And so maybe against other tag teams, that could be really exciting or individually. So want to say thanks so much everybody for hanging out it's always a pleasure and thanks most of all michael rib john and smoky it's a, a true pleasure to have you 
Beautiful. Thanks, Thanks so much, James. James. Appreciate Thanks so much, y'all. Hey, hey everybody, thank you, thank so you. listening, After Party is kicking off over on Smokey's channel. As soon as we get done here, head on over to Smokey's channel. Let's Two have seconds. some fun. You guys come on and uh, talk about it. Mystic Wolf, thanks for your last minute super chat. Just squeezed it in said, killing someone in the moment to save your daughter is not the same thing as the state executing a criminal. One saves your daughter's life and the other has no impact on her survival, only the survival of the criminal. <sighs> My goodness. That is, okay, that's just so dumb. I mean... Just look at what's happening in the whole COVID madness right now. We've been letting uh, murderers and rapists and violent people out of jail. And what have they been doing? Not all, but many of them have been committing the exact same type of crimes they, they put them in jail in the first place as soon as they got let out. So there's been multiple murders, multiple rapes, and other violent actions that have been occurred from people who were let out of prison. Uh, I mean, I, I don't understand how that makes any sense when you actually look at reality. Gotcha. And want to say thanks so much, everybody, for your questions. We will be back as Skylar Fiction makes his return tomorrow. It's been at least a month. It's I think it's maybe been months since Skylar has been on. He'll be teaming up with his twin brother, Tom Jump. They'll be taking on, G let's see, CJ and, you guessed it, that uh, cute and cuddly bear on the right side of your screen, Smokey. <laughs> Smokey, I couldn't find your picture. I put Smokey Bear in your picture. So, Did you next, really? <laughs> next up, Fat Man, last minute super chat says, Maddox, I would never come to your after show. You told me everything I need to know about you. You're a hypocrite. <laughs> you know, it's a common, very common trend. There's so many trash talking atheists keyboard warriors that mm. somehow lack the proverbial co jones to come back up their statements uh mono imano or man to woman whichever one you are um so when you grow a pair let's have a conversation there'll be, there'll be open mic if you want to uh come and talk some trash come on in we won't bite much gotcha and so with that Thanks so much, everybody. We are excited. It's always a fun time to be with you. I am excited about the future, folks. You guys make it great. You make it fun. And so thanks, everybody, watching. And once again, thanks to our guests. It's been a true pleasure. Thanks, James. Thanks so much, James. Absolutely. And with that, take care, folks. Keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.